Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. This is kind of a special episode because because not only are you getting just me, no guests today, but it is episode number 50 of Mindset Reset Radio. Um, I don't know if I knew I would get here when I started Mindset Reset Radio, but it does feel pretty cool to know that I started this launched on April 15th of 2020, and it is now April 27th of 2021. So in a year, I did 50 episodes, which feels really cool. Um, And I thought a fun way to celebrate 50 episodes would be to give you my five top lessons that I've learned in this time. Now, I'm going to be honest, it took me a bit to really think about this because what I'm going to tell you in lesson number one is that it was honestly really easy. <laughs> so I feel like it didn't, it didn't feel like a lot of work to get here. Um, and I don't say that to, to brag, I guess at all, just to say like lesson number one, it was really easy. Like know that the thing that you're scared to do might actually be really easy. So let's just transition into lesson number one, as I kind of already have. Um, When I first decided to start this podcast, it wasn't going to be a podcast. It was one of those things that came to me and I thought, um, I kind of like had the title first, which was um, Mindset Mondays. And I was going to do it as and Instagram, like IGTV live series where I brought guests on and we talked about some mindset related topic. And I thought it would be a great way to grow my Instagram. And then also to do this really cool thing, which is talk about mindset and all the different aspects of mindset with really cool people. And I had this idea. I was really excited about it. I went to bed the next morning I woke up and I had this intuitive hit of, I think it's supposed to be a podcast. Now, mind you, I'm not a podcast person. I literally never listen to podcasts. I'm one of those podcasters who doesn't listen to other podcasts. <laughs> um, and I had just gone to a podcast conference where I really went to get podcast guest spots as a way to promote my brand and myself uh, and a lot of the mindset stuff that I had been doing and working toward that now is a big part of what I do every day. And it was like, I had this idea, it should be a podcast. And, but I've never done a podcast before. I've never hosted my own podcast. I'd been on a few. And so immediately that fear and uncertainty was there. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not sure. Like, how do I even do that? So 
I literally sat down with my journal and I should have brought it in here with me so I could read through the pros and cons with you. But I, I basically made like a pros and cons list for the options of doing a podcast versus not doing a podcast. And what it really came down to was a fear of not really knowing how. And I realized I like, I just felt like I can probably figure this out. It can't be that difficult. There's like millions of podcasts out there. Like, I don't even know if I don't know sound mixing uh, or like how to do my editing, I'll find someone that does. But I, I was a journalist in college uh, and after college. So I thought I kind of have like the interview thing figured out. So why don't I just try it? And I did. I bought um, a microphone from Amazon Basics for like, I want to say $9.99. It's the one I'm currently using now. Uh, and I used, I do all my recording through two platforms. I do it through Zoom and GarageBand in case want something happens to one recording or the other. And I eventually, I was using someone to edit my episodes, but I decided it wasn't worth spending the money. So I went digging around for an option that I could do myself. And I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really know how to use GarageBand to actually do like edit the sound and cut it and add my intro. And I'm sure it's super easy and someone could teach me. Um, but <laughs> I went looking for another solution and found Alitu, which is a really, really cool platform. It's $20 a month and makes it super easy to do all those things. And that was it. And here we are 50 episodes later. So my lesson number one is the thing that might be scary to you might actually be really easy. Another example of when I learned this in my life was when Ben and I traveled the world in, um, oh gosh, 2019 for eight months. And I remember we were both super excited and we were, the, the plan was to travel for eight months from April to December. So come back toward the end of the year, right before Christmas. And it was this whole big thing of like, what do we need for visas? Like, what do we need for backup documents? Like we need this, we need that. We're doing all this research. And well, of course it was good to do research. Once we started traveling, we realized like, this is actually so easy. We had our first I want to say our first two months of the trip planned ahead of time. Uh, well, two and a half, I guess, because we knew we, we had like our things booked. I should say we were staying in Australia for three weeks with one of our best friends traveling up and down the East coast, which was amazing. Then we knew we were going to spend the next month in Bali. And we had like our co-living space chosen dojo Bali, by the way, is amazing. Highly recommend them. And then we knew we were going to be in Chiang Mai in Thailand for three weeks. And that was like what we had planned out. And it actually came to be that we realized we didn't want to plan it out. Like after we were in Chiang Mai for like four days and we were like, oh man, we really don't want to spend three weeks here. It was so hot. It's very much like a bustling city, but we had already bought our Airbnb. So we were sort of like stuck there, which was fine. We obviously made the most of it. We did have ended up working a decent amount while we were there because it was so hot during the day. It was just too hot to explore. But the point of all of this is to say, we thought that was going to be so hard. And after like a month and a half, it was like, we were just travel like 
experts. Like it was so easy, just bopping around from place to place. We were finding the next place we wanted to go like three days before we were actually leaving to go there. We booked like a big trip in Croatia, like a month and a half before we went on it. So, so lesson number one is just do it. If it's something that you're excited about, but you're a little nervous, you may be surprised to find that it's actually a lot easier than you think. Also, to add to that one last point, I am literally recording this from my bedroom floor right now. So just to add on to the fact that I'm using an Amazon Basics microphone, I'm using GarageBand, which is built into my computer that's just recording. I'm using Zoom to record. And then I'm going to put this into that platform, Allo2, which is $20 a month. And it's going to do everything that I need it to do. And then I'm going to bring it to you. So do the scary thing. It might actually be easy. Lesson number two is one that I've talked about in my community before, and we've probably talked about it a bit on the podcast, but it's plan your schedule for your own energy, I guess. Meaning when I first started the podcast, I was just taking podcast recordings whenever. Like if someone wanted to record on a Tuesday, great. If someone wanted to record the following Wednesday, fine. I was taking them whenever for no reason other than why not, right? But I found that recording an episode, like getting myself to sit down and record this solo episode, I'm literally doing this the day before it's coming out (laughs) because I've been putting it off. Um, So I like to, it was this thing that I, I felt like I was really having to shift my energy around so much. Like coming on to record a podcast episode is super fun. And like I said, easy, but it still requires that attention. And especially when I have a guest, I am creating a conversation. I'm building a story. I'm making sure that you as the listener are getting something interesting, something you can take away. I'm making sure that if there, if I have questions that I get them answered, because that means you probably have a question. So it takes a lot of energy. And I realized that I needed to start batching my episode recordings, which is actually incredibly common in the podcast world. A lot of people do batch the recordings, but for some reason, I never really thought I needed to. And once I started doing that, so now I only record episodes on the third Wednesday and Thursday of each month. And I take two to three recordings each of those days. Uh, I usually only have that most like two each day, but the lesson there was I had already set boundaries in my, my business life. I only take calls from 1 to 4 p.m., Tuesday through Thursday. I generally don't work on Friday. And Mondays are like an open day. Basically, whatever didn't get done the week before is put on my Monday schedule. So I was already doing that. But for some reason, I wasn't doing it with the podcast. And so it was a really good reminder that I'm going to do my best work and I'm going to be most uh, like energized and amped up when I'm building my schedule around how I know my energy works best. And I know that when I wake up on that Wednesday and Thursday, that's a podcast day, I wake up and I'm like, okay, we're recording podcasts today. I'm in the mindset of recording podcasts. I'm getting amped up about recording podcasts. So I can really box my energy in specifically for podcasts on those days rather than having to be like on a random Tuesday, oh, I need to take time away from 
editing and client work to sit down and record a podcast for an hour. So I also don't book anything else. I don't book any other calls on my podcast recording days. So that's, it's just for that. So lesson number two is figure out what your energy, how do I say this? Like figure out where you can best use your energy and then plan your schedule around it. We have so much more power to plan our schedule and choose our schedule and create it around our energy than we think. This is something that I keep thinking about over and over is this idea that people think that they just have to deal with things as it is versus you get to choose. We never have to just deal with something as it is. Even if you work for a nine to five, right now you're probably working remote. I'm sure there's a way that you can shift around your schedule or get a little bit of flexibility, whatever. But I know most of my listeners here are entrepreneurs. And so, for example, batching my week or creating my week where I don't take calls on Monday and Friday and I only take calls 1 to 4 p.m. Tuesday through Thursday, like you can do something similar. And it really allows you to maximize your energy when you know you're going to need it and give yourself that sort of energy break as well. Those boundaries are so important to set for yourself in your business, especially. So I won't go off on a tangent on that, but lesson number two, plan your schedule for your energy so you can make your schedule work for you and what you know is going to ensure you're doing your best work. Lesson number three is kind of a marketing lesson. And I thought it would be fun to run you through this exercise I did with my uh, marketing from the gut members this past fall. So lesson number three is know what sets you apart. As an editor, as someone who writes for websites constantly and who gets pitches for people to write for my website constantly and my clients' websites, I've always known that you really need to have a unique angle when you're pitching an idea for an article because we live in a saturated world. There's millions and millions and billions, I should say, of articles online that have likely already covered similar topics that you want to cover. So how can you make it really unique? But this came a little bit more close to home, a little bit more into perspective when I started the podcast, because in the mindset, like the mindset space is so saturated. There's so many people talking about the same things, using the same buzzwords. And I knew I didn't want to bring the same old conversation to Mindset Reset Radio. I knew I wanted to think a little bit out of the box and bring on listeners. I mean, bring on uh, guests that were able to bring something like a different angle, something more unique to maybe a typical conversation. So for example, instead of talking just about abundance mindset with Aria, we talked about money stories and what your money stories are. And that felt a little bit more unique, a little bit more specific and niche. And so I want to use this lesson as a chance to remind you that finding your most unique angle, whether you're trying to get on podcasts or write articles or just be present on Instagram, is going to help you stand out and make a name for yourself specifically. And that's what's going to lead you to success down the line. Because it's so easy to fall into the trap of saying the same things that everyone else is saying. It's easy. You know it like the back of your hand. 
But at the end of the day, then you're just everyone else. And so if you want to get these cool opportunities, you have to find and know what truly sets you apart. Like you're not just a mindset coach. You're a mindset coach for X, or you're not just a mindset coach. You're a mindset coach who also had a near-death experience. So I have this really simple exercise and I'll just, I'm not going to give you time to go through each thing. So just, if you want to do it while we're talking, pause, or just take notes and do it later, but it's really easy, really easy. So write down your top three brand pillars at the top of your page. Now your brand pillars are the three generally words that really define what you bring to the world. So if someone goes to your Instagram page, for example, we would want them to leave knowing that at least one or two of these things is what you do, is what you bring to the world. My brand pillars are empowerment, mindset, and intentional living. So when you have those brand pillars at the top of the page, then I want you to write three lines under each one of those. So you're kind of like now moving down the page. And I want you to write three unique things that you bring to each one of those brand pillars. So for me, let's say uh, empowerment, something unique I bring is the way that I have the things I've done in my life. So I've moved cross country twice. I've traveled the world for eight months. Um, I've built two businesses. I've published a book. These are things that maybe aren't super duper unique in the grand scheme of things, but they are unique to me. And you'll see how we get even more unique in a second. So you have this. So now you have nine unique things that you're bringing to these three brand pillars. So now under these nine things, I want you to write three more lines. So under each one, each unique characteristic or experience, right? Three more lines. And I want you to write, like, it doesn't have to be the whole thing, just like a word or a phrase that helps you think of it. I want you to connect that unique thing to a story specific to you. So I might connect the traveling the world story, making it specific to me that I traveled for eight months while running a business full-time without planning any of the trip and while writing a book. And still like loving life and having the best time ever. My life also completely changed on that trip. That trip was very much about liberating myself from this life that I felt very suffocated in. It was also about stepping into all of the work I had done two years before that with my therapist and with multiple coaches. These are things, these are stories that really cement these characteristics and these brand pillars as unique to me. And so then I can pull those stories into Instagram posts. I can pull them into pitches for podcasts. I can pull them into pitches for articles. I can pull them into pieces for my own website, blog posts for my own website, or for this podcast if I wanted. So in the end, you have these 27 content ideas, these 27 stories that are all super unique to you and help you bring, let's, how do I say it? Like the most you, you can (laughs) into each of these brand pillars. So again, you're not just, I'm not just talking about mindset. I'm not just talking about intentional living. I'm talking about these stories that I have that have taught me how to live this way. And so that I can then share them with you. 
So that's a really fun exercise. It might take you some time to go through the whole thing and really write it out, but it also is just a great exercise to get fresh content ideas. If you're feeling like in a rut with your social media posts. So lesson number three, know what sets you apart. Lesson number four is doing what's uncomfortable energizes you. What I mean by this is, as I said, I stalled to record this episode. I I started thinking about it early last week and I've just been putting it off, putting it off. I'm going to publish it tomorrow and I'm literally doing it today at noon. And it, it's so hard for me to sit down and record a meditation or record a podcast. And sometimes it's hard for me to really get the motivation to sit down with a guest. Like it is only because they've scheduled their time with me that I actually sit down and do it. And it's because it's one, it's like going to the gym, you know, it's like that thing that you just like don't want to do, but once you get started doing it, you feel really good. And so lesson number four is like, just a reminder that Sometimes the thing you're resisting the most is actually the thing that's going to take you to that next level. Like I can already feel my energy has shifted in recording this episode with you from the minute I started and from before I started and I dragged myself into here with the teensiest bit of motivation and said, okay, I'm going to do this now. So this one's really straightforward. Just do the uncomfortable thing. Push through the freaking resistance. The resistance is there because We want to stay in what's easy and what's comfortable. And that's fine. There's absolutely no shame in that. For me, it's easier to sit at my computer with my music on and edit versus coming and actually having to put myself out here to you. So knowing that, knowing that on the other side of that resistance or that discomfort is this incredible energy that might help you think of a new idea or completely shift how your day feels you know, ideally, hopefully that's something knowing that will help you do that more often. So lesson number four, doing what's uncomfortable often is actually something that energizes you, reinvigorates you. So the last lesson, lesson number five is it gets to be fun and I know I said it's really easy, but I'm going to also, in lesson number one, but I'm going to also say that it gets to be fun and easy. My word for 2021, not intentionally, I sort of, it sort of just started happening this way, is ease. I literally went into January, it wasn't January 1st, because that was a day off, probably January 2nd, after having taken actually quite a good amount of time off. I don't usually take a lot of time off around the holidays. And I gave myself like a full two weeks. And I went into January 2nd saying, I'm going to bring the ease today of the last two weeks into today, into every workday, because it gets to be easy. And I don't mean easy as in like not challenging. I mean, like ease, like a sense of ease, of feeling relaxed, of not feeling stressed, of when something comes up, just trusting and letting it happen. And so when we, I was thinking about this in terms of how we often feel this sense of rigidity when we commit to something and you commit to a new workout routine or a new work schedule or a new diet, and you've got to do it like this, 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 and this, and it's got to be, it's got to be perfect. And it's got to be very clear and spelled out. And 
I felt that way too with the podcast at first. I would get on every episode feeling stressed, thinking like, okay, I need to make sure that I can make this conversation last for at least 25 to 30 minutes. And I need to make sure that we get like, uh, this is the problem and this is how to shift. And this is on the other side and had all these ideas of what I needed to do. And I started easing into the idea that, well, who cares? Like really who cares if it's 30 minutes or 10 minutes? And most of the time, and I learned this actually from my episode with uh, Morgan, Morgan is episode early on, probably episode number three or four. And we just like spitballed about mindset and personal development. And that was one of the top episodes for a long time. And I thought there was no formatting to that episode. We just sort of had a conversation and it like clicked in my head, like, okay, Jess, you don't have to bring that rigid formatting into your episode. Maybe sometimes it's helpful when the episode is covering a really dense topic or something more specific where I want to sort of move through these phases so that it's really understandable for you. But for the most part, I think you enjoy listening to conversation and enjoy listening to two intelligent people talk about something that you care about. So I started realizing that it really doesn't matter. It gets to just be fun and it just gets to be easy. And I'm not going to lie. I've had a few episodes that I still haven't published because I don't think they're good enough because I don't think that they, the conversation went well enough that the information provided was worthy of what I want to put on the podcast. And so that's another thing that I had to remind myself of is like, obviously that's not ideal because these people have taken time out of their day to record this, but at the same time, it doesn't matter. Like you can re-record it if you need to, or you can just say it's not a good fit whatever you need to do, but like, it's going to be fine. (laughs) And it seems so simple when I say it like that. But if you think about your life, how often do we get uptight about these really little things? So now when I start recording with someone, I tell them, I'm not going to edit this. I generally, and by generally, I mean, in 99.99% of cases, I don't do any editing. So like, if you mess a word up, as I have a bunch of times on this, like, that's fine. We're human. We're just going to have a conversation where if you stumble over your words, it's okay. Just figure it out and keep moving. And it could be 10 minutes. It could be 45 minutes. I don't care. However long the conversation feels it needs to be to cover the topic in a way that feels good and thorough. And so I just end the episodes like when it feels good, when it seems like we've come to a point where we can really wrap things up and we've covered a good amount of stuff for you to feel like you've gotten something out of the episode. So with everything in life, it gets to be fun. We get to choose fun and ease and simplicity, and it doesn't have to be so rigid. And if you're like me, you've lived your whole life being very rigid, having very rigid schedules, coming up with an idea and needing it to be this, 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 and this. And so it's difficult to let go of that. But I think the more you can do it in these really little places, the easier it becomes to see like, oh yeah, I can let go of that a little bit. In fact, I feel better when I let go of it a little bit. So it gets to be fun and easy. 
is lesson number five. And I wanted to end on that because I think that's just the lesson for me of 2021 is ease and fun and simplicity and building your life the way that you want to live it. I want to live a life at ease personally. I want to live a life when I wake up every day and I don't feel stressed and anxious about what I'm about to do that day. It's taken me a long time, but I've gotten there. I don't set an alarm. I wake up between eight and nine. Yesterday, I woke up at 9.55 actually. Whoopsies. And I just ease into my day. I don't usually don't sit down to work until noon after I've had lunch. I find that the afternoons, at least while being pregnant, have been my most productive time. So then I work for four or five hours in the afternoon and it feels good. And I've chosen to set my life up that way. That might not be the way you want to live your life exactly, but I want you to be asking yourself, what do I really want every day? And am I allowing myself to have that? And if I don't have that, is there something I need to do to change it? Do I need to change my job? Do I need to put set better boundaries? Do I need to ease up on myself? Do I need to let go of this rigid schedule that is not serving me and is quite frankly, not necessary for my success? These are all questions that I want you to be asking yourself moving forward in the rest of 2021. We all get to choose what we want our life to look like, how we feel, how we react to what's happening around us. And that's, I guess, what I want you to leave here with. I don't even know that it really has much to do with even the five lessons that I've shared, but it's just something that's been on my heart the the last few months, in the last few weeks, especially. So those are the five lessons from 50 episode recordings of Mindset Reset Radio. If you've been here since the beginning, or if this is your first episode, thank you so much for being here with me. It was a pleasure to share this with you. I am excited to continue sharing with you on Mindset Reset Radio, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.